A good grade for the Rio 2016 Olympics after years of unsatisfactory reports. You're listening to the latest Around the Rings podcast. I'm Nicole Bennett. The IOC Executive Board began three days of meetings in Rio de Janeiro this week on the heels of the 8th IOC Coordination Commission for Rio 2016. Striking news from the IOC's report so far is that Rio has made, quote, very solid progress, end quote. Items on the agenda for the IOC Executive Board include more reports on Rio 2016, Tokyo 2020, the Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang, as well as next year's Winter Yog. The board concludes its time in Rio on February 28th. ATR editor Ed Hula, ATR publisher Sheila Scott Hula, and ATR reporter Aaron Bauer are in Rio this week, and Ed joins us now. So thank you for joining me this morning, Ed. Why does, as we mentioned earlier, why does the IOC Coordination Commission for Rio 2016 seem so optimistic now? Yeah, they met earlier this week, uh, three days of, of meetings where sort of seeing is believing might be the uh, answer to that question. They got to see the Diodoro venue cluster in the far west of Rio de Janeiro, which has been a, a notorious sore spot for delays over the past year, but there's a substantial amount of construction going on there, so they can really see progress. You can also see progress at the Olympic Park in, in Baja, and there seems to be a, a real sense of, of, of support as well from government, the city government, the state government, and the national government, all firmly behind this final push to get everything ready for Rio 2016, now just about uh, 18 months away. What can you tell us about concerns raised over water pollution in Rio? This was a, the question that several, several times was asked at the press conference on Wednesday um, for the Coordination Commission. And it concerns the, the quality of water for the sailors, for the rowers. Um, pollution is a, a long, long problem for Rio de Janeiro with uh, untreated sewage and other uh, yucky stuff going into the waters of Guanabara Bay and the uh, lagoon where the rowing will be held. Uh, the, the government has admitted that it will not be able to clean the waters as thoroughly as they had promised, had planned when Rio was bidding for the games. The IOC, without, without expressing any alarm, um, without expressing any serious concerns, believes the athletes will be protected, will be safe competing in these waters. Um, you know, there have been complaints from the test event that was held last year for, for sailing about some of the stuff the sailors had encountered in their, in, their, in their regatta. But the IOC firmly believes that the safety of athletes, the athlete experience, will not be compromised. And, and the Rio, Rio officials, the, the government, still works at trying to clean up this water. What do you think will be Rio 2016's biggest challenge ahead? Well, it is, with 18 months to go to the games, uh, not to be cliche, there's not a, not a day to waste. And in its assessment of how Rio is doing, the Coordination Commission at the same time it said, you know, they've made very solid progress. Uh, it's a very tight timetable with 18 months left to the games. They've got to make fully make the transition from a, planning to an operational 
situation. Uh, they need venues to be ready. They are not ready yet. Um, at some point this year, uh, staff starts to become perhaps more decentralized as they start staffing venues and, and getting acquainted with the, the fields of play that they'll be dealing with next summer. Not all of these venues are ready. I mean, there's still a lot of work to be done. Uh, no time to waste. The International Broadcast Center, a key component of uh, bringing the Olympics to the rest of the world, is still incomplete. Um, people believe it will be ready just in the nick of time. But everything has to go pretty much according to plan without any any substantial delays. So far, we don't see any reason for delays coming up. Everybody's just got to keep their their focus ahead towards 2016 and make sure nothing slips on the schedule. Now today you you and I discussed earlier that the executive board is hearing from organizers of upcoming games such as Rio but also Tokyo and Pyeongchang. What's happening there? What are they going to discuss? Yeah, the uh, the coordination commission was followed by the uh, IOC executive board, the 15-member uh, board which is essentially the the, the ruling body for the for the IOC, chaired by IOC President Thomas Bach. Uh, today, they are hearing from upcoming Olympic Games organizers, Rio 2016, first off this morning, followed by Pyeongchang 2018, the Winter Olympics, and Tokyo 2020, as well as the uh, Youth Olympic Games in uh, Lausanne, uh, Lillehammer next year, the uh, Winter Olympic Youth Games, and then in 2018, Buenos Aires. Um, you know, from Pyeongchang, we'll hear from them uh, in an hour or so here in Rio de Janeiro. They've got to deliver assurances to the IOC that uh, they're able to, to find the money, the sponsorship money that's needed to help pay for the games in South Korea. Sponsorship dollars have still been slow to come, hard to, uh, hard to achieve by Pyeongchang. Um, that their venues will be ready in time. There's been a lot of back and forth on a couple of these venues as to whether they will be built, including a, a new hockey venue. So that's still got to be sorted out by Pyeongchang 2018. Maybe we'll get some word on, on that. And for Tokyo 2020, where there seem to be a lot of things up in the air, these games are going to be the first to be held under the the guidelines, the recommendations adopted by the IOC at the Olympic Agenda 2020 IOC session in December. And this includes more flexibility in the sports program. I think that's the, the real uh, hot potato issue for them is which, which venues, uh, which sports rather to add to the program, uh, a process for doing that, uh, a process that is fair, that won't lead to... Uh, Complaints that, uh, you know, one sport is favored over another. Baseball and softball are believed to have the inside track to be picked to be played in, in, in Japan, in Tokyo. But there are three or four other sports that are also looking for a spot on the program. Additionally, Tokyo 2020 is trying to find new homes for some of the sports. Basketball, uh, canoeing, and, uh, um, and sailing are two of the equestrian rather are two three of the sports that we believe today will have uh, new venues approved by the IOC executive board um, so that's uh, that's the the big news that we're expecting today 
out of this executive board meeting, and the uh, and the EB concludes its its work uh, tomorrow afternoon here in here in Rio. Now you mentioned Olympic Agenda 2020, and looking ahead, what will the board discuss concerning the implementation of those reforms in the uh, in the coming meetings that they have? Yeah, we pressed them on exactly what they'll be speaking. They 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 adopted 40 resolutions, 40 recommendations at the December IOC session. Uh, a number of them have already been implemented, but still others need to be. Uh, a process needs to be set up for them, and um, uh, th- they've not been clear about what recommendations they'll be dealing with today. The IOC president doesn't want to just launch into all 40 at the same time. There needs to be some priority set. That's what we fe- we were told that they'll be talking about today and tomorrow as they discuss Olympic Agenda 2020. What are the most important things that need to be addressed right now by the uh, by the IOC? Um, we believe it involves the the priority probably will involve how do we select new members for the IOC? Uh, how will we organize the members of the IOC into IOC commissions? Uh, a, a new process for determining which sports will be on the Olympic program. Uh, we think those are the sort of things that they'll be uh, discussing and setting priorities for. I'm not sure they'll be making any decisions on any of those recommendations, but just deciding these are the ones that we're going to work on first and advance in the months ahead here. Okay, well, thank you for speaking with me today. Again, that was ATR editor Ed Hula, who's in Rio this week, along with ATR publisher Sheila Scott Hula and ATR reporter Aaron Bauer. Be sure to check into Around the Rings online on Facebook and Twitter for more on the IOC's time in Rio and all news related to the Olympic movement. This is Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening.